Flashback 64 is the podcast where Gooey, McKenna, and friends flashback to the 90s and early 2000s with a look at the Nintendo 64's catalog. Starting with the console's launch titles and proceeding in release order, they discuss each game and the contemporary cultural and historical context. We discuss games such as Super Mario 64, GoldenEye, Ocarina of Time, and many more iconic titles, along with the lesser-known games. Follow us on Twitter at Flashback64Pod and listen to us wherever you get your podcasts. Zeldacast here on ZeldaDungeon.net. My name is Andy Spiteri, joined by Allison Aletha, and also joined, obligated to introduce this man, the host of our uh, our YouTube content, Mr. Corey Richmond. How are you, Corey? It's been a it's been a while since you it's, graced us on this show. Yes, that's exactly what it is. I'm here. I'm gracing you with my presence. <laughs> I like to say it every time. Every now and then, the show needs a splash of Richmond common sense. Oh, boy. Oh, boy. So I'm here. It's going to be a long hour, Al, I think. <laughs> Usually these go over these episodes that we do go over, too, so it might be a long hour and a half. <laughs> Dude, not to sidetrack, but we, we did an episode of Omega last week, and this thing was two and a half hours long. And I was, oh, my God. I That's was nice. like... I was about to start playing the Oscar music to the guys, and I was like, I, were like, I gotta eat dinner. Like, we gotta go. Like, come I was on. About to make, like, wrap it up. Wrap it up. Yeah. I was about to make it a joke, but then I kind of thought it was mean. I was like, how how much Metroid is there to really talk about for two and a half hours? You'd be surprised, I guess. There's a, there's a lot. Metroid has turned into the new virtual theater, actually. Virtual theater used to have, like, three-hour-long episodes, mm-hmm. and and we've kind of we've slimmed awesome. that down a little bit, but now Omega is just, like, fat 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 you know oh um, goodness uh, yeah so maybe maybe some trimmage is in order but uh, nonetheless we my friends are here today to discuss and predict the fifth annual fall brawl character contest i'm pumped about this Corey. i think you're the perfect uh compliment for us for this episode yeah because uh, I think that, uh, you know, I, I'd like to get into it a little bit with you. But uh, first, before we get there, before we get there, I think that we should uh, start our fight off with another pair of combatants, Miss Aletha and Mr. Richmond here, because a little uh, a piece of news came out this Adama, last Adama. week. Yeah, well, here we go. I've been boxing lately. All right, so a piece of news came out. Uh, a common complaint about fans from... Uh, from Tears of the Kingdom is that uh, they don't they, they don't uh, really acknowledge what happened to the all the Sheikah tech the Sheikah shrines and and towers and all sorts of guardians all sorts of stuff just kind of disappears after uh, after the game is over and uh, is not mentioned at all in Tears of the Kingdom and so in a recent interview the Telegraph's Jack Rear noted that uh, actually I'm just going to skip to the exact quote here but they um, 
they 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 asked the they asked Nintendo about this, and Nintendo has its own uh, internal explanation, um, as explained by Fuji Bayashi-san, uh, and I quote. They disappeared after the Calamity was defeated. All of the people in Hyrule also witnessed this, but there is no one who knows the mechanism or reason why they disappeared, and it is considered a mystery. It is believed that since the Calamity disappeared, they also disappeared as their role had been fulfilled. It is, anyway, commonplace for mysterious events and strange phenomena to occur in Hyrule. Thus, people have simply assumed the reason behind the disappearance is likely to be related to an ancient Sheikah technology... And it seems there is no one who has tried to explore the matter further. So, we talked about that for a long time. Uh, Al, you're shaking your head. Your thoughts? I just, I really struggle with it because all I've been asking for, all I asked for is just a one-off line in the game that just gave us some kind of like... If somebody said, like, if you're at the Skyview Tower and Pyrrha is just like, yeah, it was really weird. Like, all the Sheikah tech disappeared, so we had to build these instead. You know, that would have been, that's all I asked for, you know. And it just, I really struggle with it. And then to have the director come and be like, yeah, they just disappeared. And nobody, everybody's, like, so desensitized to, like, mag- mystical things happening that they're just like, Nobody cares. It's fine. They're like, well, whatever. And I'm like, Zelda, like, cared about that Sheikah technology a lot. Pyrrha cared about it a lot. Robbie cared about it a lot. You don't think they would have been out there trying to figure that out? Like, also, at the end of Breath of the Wild, Zelda's like, hey, we're off to see, like, one of the Divine Beasts. It's not working. So it's still there after the Calamity, you know? And I'm sure if we saw... I forgot about that. (laughs) I'm sure if we saw a pan of the world, you still see the towers. I would have to go back and double check. So it's just like, when did they disappear? It just feels like the the fact that Nintendo is like, they have their own internal explanation. Like, why can't you share that externally? So nobody's questioning it. I felt very validated by the statement that it's a common, you know, discussion from people. They're like, Mm. whatever happened to that stuff? So that's that's just my take on it. I just would have liked a one-off line in the game that I could be like, oh, okay, just all disappeared, whatever. You know, I was I was smiling as you were as you were uh, making that argument because I agree with you hundred percent. But I was smiling because sometimes it's just nice to have someone else complain about the the lack of attention to detail in the series. I'm with you, but before I give my thoughts, Corey, I I think that you're on team. Who cares, right? Uh, I'm on team. Who? What does it matter? The <laughs> the stuff's not there because this is the next video game, and why would it be there? And this is their because like it's a direct this sequel is, in the same exact world. Is, yeah, but it's not like this happened a week later. You know, I I feel like that is more than enough for me. I didn't even need any of that. Like I could have just that was already what was in my mind already. Is like okay, we've seen they've repurposed at least a little bit of it. Mm-hmm. In the sky, new tower, which I'm not fighting and against. I totally it. agree with that. So then, I I like that it left the space for me to fill in the blanks to be like, okay, well, it's the rest of it's just gone. I don't know. They probably got rid of it. Maybe they were afraid it was going to get corrupted again because it was literally attacking them for a hundred years. <clears throat> Maybe it just disappeared in the same way that it magically appeared. You know, and like the fact that they just gave this explanation i think is like all right cool that's it gave an explanation for the people that needed it regardless of if you like it or not that's what they're saying happened mm-hmm. and like my thing about the whole hyrule being desensitized type thing and about 
your want of like throwaway lines in the game of being like, oh man, where'd this technology go? Like, could you imagine if like this happened six, seven years ago, everything disappeared. And right now, like the world is falling apart. There are boulders falling from the sky. The castle's floating. And someone in Lookout Landing is just like, but what happened to the technology? Like, (laughs) get over it, man. It happened forever ago. Move on. Mm Mm-hmm. But I'm just saying it still could have been an easy line. Nobody had to be freaking out about it in that moment, you know. And it's just kind of funny where they're saying, oh, Hyrule's desensitized. But then the world's, like, the sky is falling in these ring ruins. And everybody's like, forget, we got to study this. We got to figure out what's going on. They didn't do that when the towers disappeared? They did that when the towers showed up, though. Yeah, right. Yeah, so crazy stuff happens. Crazy stuff shows up. And they're like, man, we got to look into this. And then it disappears like, what are they going to do? You know, it's just gone. It's not like they can... But they're not going to wonder why? <laughs> they probably yeah, wondered why know, for like, like a year. And then they were like, well, there's nothing we can do about it because it's gone. So here, here's the right? thing. I okay. actually I actually think you're both right. Like yeah, on on your side, Corey, like, yes, that stuff obviously needed to be gone to it, just practically to make room for the new stuff in Tears of the Kingdom. And so, Fair. you know, it, it's not going to be there. Um and and in the grand scheme of things, like it really doesn't matter. Like it, and 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 a lot of your arguments like make sense. Like like yeah, we don't want this stuff because it was already taken over by the the calamity juice somehow. We don't know how, but it was somehow taken over. Um, <laughs> the greatest however, mystery in all of Zelda. <laughs> however, I do think that like it's the little things, you know, it's the little things that add up to to a point where you're just like. Like oh okay like uh, surely it doesn't need to be like a a focal point or whatever and yes we can we can all make those assumptions but like why wouldn't you just say that in the game you know what's a perfect opportunity to mention that the the school when you're having the history of the of the calamity like That's you know point. why not just say like and and after the calamity was done that. we got rid of all of the whatevers we we smashed the towers into bits and we repurposed them. It's just, it's like, it's the little things, you know? And, and I feel like there's a lot of little details that Tears of the Kingdom just kind of skips over or asks you to just not worry about because it, it doesn't matter. Um, when, like, I mean, yeah, it doesn't matter, but, like, it's, it's also nice to just have some... Like, I don't mind having a few loose ends. And, and this is... I don't know if this is one that I would, like, necessarily die on like i the, the hill i died on was the malice stuff i hated it this one I'm, I'm a little bit more like whatever but i i still like yeah like it's not like people don't ask and don't notice and, and don't care so like just the, the smallest little little thing and and like for someone in your position Corey, if you don't care about it you're like okay whatever that's exactly what i thought happened right like yeah well that's mm-hmm. the main thing is that like a lot of the and al a lot of the specific complaints you have about the continuity between these two games Mm -hmm. in my mind i'm like this is the same world everyone is living their own lives and it's like probably six to seven years later at least Mm -hmm. right so i don't need people to tell me to remind me about the things that happened in their lives six to seven years ago because realistically they're it's they're living in their lives now Mm -hmm. you know and this also it isn't a hill i'm gonna die on either because i don't i don't think they did it perfectly I just yeah. think it doesn't matter to the point where they don't need to like whether or not they have the throwaway lines doesn't that doesn't really influence it to me. Like mm-hmm. I agree that would have been a good idea for like one of Simon's lessons, especially mm-hmm. when you're already teaching them about the calamity. It could have just been like, yeah, and then all the stuff disappeared. 
Yeah. yeah. But like, I don't know. I don't and really I, I get what I get where you're coming from in that. It's just I think I struggle with the fact that it's a direct sequel and there's no like it just doesn't feel like a direct sequel. It feels like a a game that's like they tried really hard to make it its own standalone thing, and I get why they wanted to do that in case of new fans. But Breath of the Wild was wildly successful. They even say in that same interview that they were following up probably one of their largest successes in the series. Like, I feel they could have followed it up a little bit better with, like, just some more continuity, more connections, and just, yeah. I don't know. That, that's no, all. I, I that's, agree. That's I agree with you. That's what I would want. Now, let me just say, as a as a, a quick preview to a future episode we're going to do, I still rated this game extremely high. I love this game. I just have a couple issues story-wise, connection-wise. You know, I, I just want to say, I want to give this quick preview for our best Zelda ever episode which is it's still probably like a month away however I will say there is one game that jumped up like like eight spots on my list this year do you have any idea what game wow. that is could you guess I don't Twilight know Princess, of course you know what <laughs> what else <would> it be? <laughs> it's not Twilight Princess I didn't think so a game that jumped up eight spots a game that jumped up eight spots yeah I played it a lot this year, and I, I liked it. But this year, I was just like, "Man, this game is awesome!" So I'll leave that. I'll leave that as a teaser. Okay. Think, was it Legend of Zelda? Hey. Ooh, Legend of Zelda. Andy, you want to guess what? Was, you want to guess what game jumped into my top ten this year? I already know. Corey, you guess. <laughs> Zelda two, of course. Yeah, I love it. That's still my last place. <laughs> oh boy. Oh boy. Um, Spirit tracks. I think that was was that already in your top ten? Pikman. I, <laughs> I love Pikman. Um, okay, let's get to it because we have a lot to we have a lot to get to today. We are going to be predicting the fifth annual Fall Brawl character contest at Halloween Havoc edition this year. So I'm gonna really quickly I'm gonna give a rundown of what the heck Fall Brawl is. So we've done five episodes like this on the podcast throughout our throughout our time. So. What what this is is it's a contest uh, a strict it's a popularity contest only strictly a popularity contest between Zelda characters and it's formatted in a very similar way to like a March Madness bracket where you'd have a one seed you'd have a sixteen seed and those two characters will will compete in a in a in a poll where you vote for who you like better and whoever gets more votes goes on to the next round and there's sixty four Zelda characters and they keep progressively um, going through the the first round to the second round to the third all the way to the end and um, so yeah until there's only one uh, one character left standing so this is the fifth year that we've done it in the past the champions have been Midna who won the first year Skull Kid squeaked away with the victory in the second year Sheik dominated in the third year and Girahim uh, took the took the victory last year so those characters are retired they're not in the competition anymore. But this year is exciting, because there are a bunch of new Tears of the Kingdom characters, and some Breath of the Wild characters that I think got the Tears boost. Um, so I think, like, this field is, is wide open. So it, it's going to be exciting. And so in years past, what we've done is we, when, and actually, maybe I'll back up just a second here as well, because I skipped over a vital piece of information. So you have until October the 22nd to actually submit a prediction for who you think is going to win. I want to repeat that. Who you think is going to win. Not who you personally would choose. Because if it was up to me, 
Uncle Rupi would win the contest, but he's not making it past the first match. So you fill out a bracket for who you think is going to win round one and then round two, all the way until like you, like just like March Madness, you pick exactly who you think is going to win the whole tournament, who you think is going to be in the finals, the final four, the elite eight, et cetera, et cetera. Um, and so you can, I mean, first of all, you can do it just to have some fun and have some bragging rights to say like, ha I knew better. But you can actually win some uh, some Zelda Dungeon swag, including, uh, I think we've all got a couple t-shirts over on that store. So you can uh, rock your Heel Spiteri merch or your Alice and Aletha merch. I don't know who would want to wear Corey stuff, but maybe maybe they're out there. I don't know. Um, I've done I've done several shirts that are on there, though. So my, my you know. I mean, yeah, he'll always, always be supporting Corey. <laughs> if you want yeah maybe if maybe don't uh, maybe don't take the ones that Corey's fingers have touched but um <laughs> you'll never know i mean all, our zd shirts are always bomb every year so i, yeah. I dig them you yeah, like the marathon shirt uh somebody in, in our chat just asked what our go to hell Corey count is and actually it's zero so far but but there's there's a lot of episode left don't you worry I, about that there's oh, no yeah, chance there's that i'm in be. an episode and there aren't at least like three go to hell Corey. no no that, <laughs> that, that like, should be a shirt actually no on this all the Dungeon either. merch store we got to get We're on just, that. Andy and I will be talking about something like in our day. And Andy's like, yeah, the weather's nice. Go to hell, Corey. <laughs> <laughs> um, okay. So you, you fill out the entire bracket. You can predict who you think is going to win, not who you want to win, who you think is going to win, who you think is the most popular character. And then uh, if you're right, um, you win a prize. And so with the, with the way that it works is you get a point for being right in the first round. You get two points for being right in the second round three points in the third, et cetera, et cetera, all the way to uh, to the final match. So what we have done in years past, uh, now that I've just emphasized you pick who you think is going to win, not who you want to win. In years past, we've just picked who we want to win and filled out like a kind of fun bracket that way. But this year, we're going to change it up a little bit. We're going to actually put our noggins together and we're going to try and come up with a, with a winner for this Fall Brawl contest. And all of us have submitted individual brackets. And uh, if, if this... If for some ungodly reason uh, this this Zelda cast bracket wins, we'll give away the shirt to someone. We'll do a draw or something like that. But um, yeah, here we go. Are you guys ready? I think I'm the best ready. way I'm to do it is just, just to get into it. Yeah, I just want to say before we start, the best thing about this field this year is that there's only one non-Legend of Zelda character. Oh, go to hell, Corey. That's the best. That is, that's the best thing. <laughs> oh I God, wish. Okay. I wish that there could be more. I and I wanted to. I wanted to fit more in, but I, I just I couldn't justify it with all the new tiers every, of the Kingdom characters. Every time I see a field and there's just like seven non-Legend of Zelda characters, it just makes me mad every time. <laughs> okay, well, like at at a certain point, like I'm adding in like bongo bongo to the tournament like do we need to see bongo bongo or do you want to see like amaterasu or the tunic fox or someone cool that's not exactly from zelda but still sorta zelda did we get the tunic fox last year was he in the ball the fall brawl last year he was uh, so last year actually there were more non-zelda characters than zelda characters because we had zelda versus smash with yeah, some uh, with some uh supporting non-Zelda characters on the Zelda side, including Amaterasu okay. and Tunic Fox, who both lost. So, <laughs> okay, um, so let's start off with our first matchup, Raru, who is going to, I think he's going to be a player in this tournament, I really do. I do too. I do too. Taking on Uncle Rupee, the uh, the Hugh Hefner-esque Ooh. villain from Tingle's Rosie Rupee Land, who, this is Uncle Rupee's fifth Fall Brawl appearance, if you can believe it. I believe it. <laughs> I wonder why. 
is there any is there any way that Raru does not get let's say ninety percent of the vote here? No. No, this is going to be a blowout for the ages. <laughs> yeah, this is going to be tough. This is going to be a tough one. I'm sorry, Uncle Rupee, but uh, I don't think your first victory is coming this year. Um, all right. So, Raru is going on to round two. Let's go to our second matchup. The Moon from Majora's Mask is taking on Tauro, a.k.a. the guy from Tears of the Kingdom with, like, the 12th pack and the open vest. I, uh, <laughs> I think the Moon is going to win. I agree. I don't think Ooh, people... Okay. I, I mean, I think Taro was there to, like, you could connect with him as a character, but I don't see... I don't think he did. Not like people connected with, like, Pura or Sidon, so... I'm going with the moon. I would have said Taro, but I'm outvoted, because the moon is a moon with a face and not a character, so... I, I just... I think... I think, I don't, like, I, eight don't times out of ten, I'm going to take the Tears but... of the Kingdom character this year. But this is the this is one of the two times that I'm just like, I think people I think people dig moon the moon is iconic. Yeah, the moon um, also doesn't doesn't uh we'll see. isn't a person. Well, there's there's a couple of those in this tournament uh, actually. Yeah. So let's let's continue. Okay, Mifa is taking on Rivali. I'm really curious to see what the champions from Breath of the Wild are going to be like this year. Because like it like do you think that like they're just going to kind of like move down a couple pegs of popularity or do you think they're going to stay the same i kind of think i personally i think people have kind of like i don't know i feel like they're going to go to the wayside a little bit yeah i think people are going to be more focused on tears of the kingdom and they're going to forget all the cool stuff from breath of the wild and even Mm -hmm. age of calamity and stuff i do i do in my own prediction think that urbosa is still going to go far because i still i still feel like urbosa is pretty big deal yeah yeah I'm bummed by this answer. I would personally pick Rivali because I like Rivali over Mifa, but I think Mifa's going to go through. Mifa's doing it. Same. I, same as L. I would personally pick Rivali, but Mifa's going to win. Yeah. Okay. This is a great matchup. I, I, I have to to pat my shoulder for this matchup here. This is a great matchup, Andy. Good job. Uh, <laughs> Robbie versus Bagu. Do you guys know Bagu? Of course. I'm in the management chat. I know who Man. Bagu is. I know Bagu. <laughs> Uh, what do you think? Do you think the river man carries him to victory or do you think, unfortunately, Robbie might squeak one out here? (laughs) I don't think enough people know who Bagu is to care about him. (laughs) I'm predicting an upset. I think Bagu's pulling away. Oh my God. Are you serious? (laughs) I think the meme power is strong enough. And I think everyone knows the association with error. And I think Robbie, honestly, was kind of lame in Tears of the Kingdom. He was. He was. He was kind of lame. I just I can't I can't pick Bago over Robbie I can't do it. I I, I hope you're right. We are really talking about our Zelda dungeon community mostly. I, yeah, I think a lot of people here know Bagu. True, but I wonder do the people on like Facebook and Twitter do they know Bagu? I don't know. Question. This is one of they the ones where Bagu. whatever you guys yeah. put through, I'm okay with. I really don't care. I'm indifferent either way. I think My whoever goes Bagu. through is just going to get killed the next round. Yeah, exactly. Fair, so. yes, exactly. Sure. Okay. <laughs> Um, let's, let's pick Robbie, but if you don't know Bagu, you should, you should know Bagu. Um, okay, Demise is taking on Terrico, everyone's favorite baby guardian from Age of Calamity. I, 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 I think, I think think Demise is, is gonna do it. Really? Yeah, I I think so. I thought Terrico, just because of recency and that he was so beloved. 
I'm going, he... I think Demise too. Okay. Yeah, because I think people, I think Terrico was like, oh, cute baby guardian, but I don't think yeah. it goes much beyond that because he's just a cute baby guardian. I had a dream Whereas Demise that... has like a long-lasting impact on the series, whether or not you like True. him as a character. Very true. Yeah. I had a dream that uh, they did come out with TL- DLC for Tears of the Kingdom and Terrico was in it. And it was like a shock to everybody and everybody was so excited. Now that would have been cool. That would have been yeah. sweet. Um, I had a dream last night that I was in the uh, the tank level in Goldeneye. Remember that level? <laughs> no? I watched Casino Royale last night, so I, I kind of had oh, okay. in my brain. Uh, <laughs> Yeah, you know what? Uh, we've got a great point in in chat, by the way. And if you don't know, we stream these episodes every week, uh, Sundays usually at noon on twitch.tv forward slash the ZeldaCast. But uh, Rodrigo says that Skyward Sword HD came out after Age of Calamity. So I'm. And they I sold mean, about true. the same, I think. That's true. Yeah, so. That's true. All right. Uh, plus, Demise is just cool. I like Terrico, Demise but, is but cool. I mean, he's not cool, right? Like I would pick Demise over Terrico, but for some reason, I thought Terrico would be more popular. Okay, oh, this one I think is a spicy meatball. Vadi versus Cece, the uh, the mushroom cat lady from Tears of the Kingdom. I don't think people are voting for Cece. I don't, I don't think, think so they either. are either. <laughs> but what if they, I, like, I could see this, I could see the upset happen. Like, I wouldn't be shocked if it happened, but I don't Cece think it will. Vati. I feel like Vati is one of those characters where it's just like people, because people want more of Vati, they vote Vati. Yeah. Even though he's not that. But I also don't think Vati ever makes it that far. Um, Vati made it to round three last year. For yeah, I was gonna say Vati's a safe like round one, maybe two victory. Yeah, Mm -hmm. yeah, he's he's not gonna he's not gonna contend to like win or go deep, but usually he's good for a round or two. Okay, I I'm uh, excited about this next one: Master Koga versus Yona, Sidon's fiance. So I think I think Koga is gonna have a big. He's got like the Bane Venom juice in his arms this year, you know. Like I think he's gonna have a big tournament. Okay. I'm, yeah, I'm I, I I agree. And I think and more so, more so than any like I think his voice performance in Age of Calamity was one of the best you. parts about that game. Mm-hmm. And then he got like a full like storyline in this game. He was mm-hmm. he was so, awesome in tears. I never thought I'd see guy. saying that he's awesome, but he, like, funny guy I Koga. Uh, I and people I feel bad Yona. for saying this. People hate Yona. Yona. I don't get that. I know. I don't, I don't either. He's awesome. I think it's because, I mean, I didn't really like love Sidon from Breath of the Wild. I thought he was yeah. fine. But I also think he's a love bomber, which is not my love language at all. So I kind of like what is a love bomber? away from him. When somebody just like loves you so much and it can be sometimes manipulative that like for love in return. Oh. Not that no, I'm saying Sidon a, is like that. He's a supportive words of affection kind of guy. But, like, it's he just, like, to too much, and I'm like, okay, job. back off. Like, maybe I'm just not a touchy-feely person. But anyway, so people were, like, really up about Sidon, and then he gets a wife in this next game, and so they don't like her, which is unfair. I just, just want to say, like, if I, – I think Yona's going to lose this one, but, like, yeah. if, if anyone has time, like, go read the Zora tablets that Sidon rewrites in Tears of the Kingdom because mm-hmm. there's a section where he talks about Yona, and it's really touching because she was, Aww. like – she was like almost a sisterly figure that he looked up to, and then it developed into like a romance type thing. Oh, it's really nice. That's cute. That's sweet. I love that. I yeah. I wish I wish Yona could make it far, but I just don't think she's gonna. You know the the problem with with Yona, which I feel like was the problem with the entire Zora storyline, is it it just felt like a little undercooked. Like it needed some more seasoning or something mm-hmm. like that to. Uh... I don't know, maybe to reach its full potential. A little I, bit more. I'll tell you what, if they ever make a uh, 
an Age of Upheaval game. I hope she's a playable character. That could be fun. It could be fun. That would be cool. Okay, Zant versus Ronson. Well, I think this is... We're talking about the Tears of the Kingdom boost, but I mean, I don't think you're going to take out Zant. Yeah, yeah I, I thought about that for a second. I was like, oh, Ronson's cool, but then probably not that much cooler out no. here. I think Ronson could probably beat some characters, but not Zant. Yeah, not Zant. I think so, too. Uh, too bad. Okay, speaking of characters that got injected with the Tears Venom here, we got Pura <laughs> going up against the battle-tested Guardian. I, so also... I think Pura's gonna... I think she's gonna have a good run in this tournament. Yeah, I was about to say that, too. I think Mommy... Sorry, I mean, Mommy... I mean, sorry, <laughs> no, I mean... I think Mommy... Sorry, sorry. The one... The Guardian is losing. <laughs> the Guardian's losing. <laughs> <laughs> Yeah, yeah, I love it. I love it. I would. I. I almost. I almost had Pira winning to be honest, but she doesn't in my bracket. But I think she she's gets pretty far. She gets really far. She's gonna do good. I think she's gonna go. She's gonna do far. good. Yeah. Hey, I like Pira. Nothing wrong with Pira. I like Pira too. <laughs> yeah. She's good. Um, if she got a husband, I'd be mad. I'm just saying. That's um, fair. That's very. Okay. I get it now. That's very fair. <laughs> The hero shade. The other way around. <laughs> this is a good match. Good, good booking, Andy. This is another good matchup. The hero shade versus Prince Sidon. What do we think, I think about this? Sidon, Sidon would Sidon. win this. I, I'm, I'm going to take Sidon too, but I think this is going to be close because hero shade is typically done like very well in, in this tournament. Okay. I think Daddy. Sorry, I mean Daddy. <laughs> I'm sorry. I'm... Get your mind out of the gutter, Corey. <laughs> Uh, Fish Husbando is beating Hero Shade any day of the week. Oh God! Well, okay, that's uh, that's unanimous. Let's. But listen, listen. That means it's Pira and Sidon, the two thirst traps of the Switch Zelda games. Let me let me raise you this. Okay, this is the real Daddy versus Mommy matchup here. Bolson is taking on Paya. Paya? Paya? How do you say that? It's Paya. Let's say Paya. Yeah, Paya. Paya. Bolson, oh, oh baby! Hey, papaya. Uh, I'm taking Paya. I think she's no. Taking I think I she's think gonna Bolson. win. I don't come on, Bolson. You know what? If this were, I don't know actually. Don't uh, know. For reference, Paya Paya's done Pia. pretty well in the tournament in years past. Oh my god, Bolson though. This is who we think but, is gonna win now, not who we think would be a but great Al. life partner. You don't like I think Bolson. Bolson would be a great par- partner. You don't like Bolson in this game because he doesn't recognize you. Yeah, well, I mean, wouldn't that upset you? I almost swore. <laughs> what if you came on this podcast and hey, I was like, hey. go to hell, whoever you are. I don't know who you are. Bolson is a busy guy. He's the most busy real estate developer tycoon in all of Hyrule. He's not going to remember everyone he sold a house to. Come on. He's not going to remember the hundred hours he spent building my house for me. How many houses and all do you the think money he's I built gave him? in the in the in the years? Since, I, I think he's right? built one house. I think he's built one. <laughs> <laughs> I think it was that one. <laughs> you think he was just sitting there the whole time and he was like, "I guess I'll build." I mean, that. Yeah, that's so exactly what I, I think. I have a question, actually. I have a question. So he he develops those little square houses in Hateno, and then. Hudson takes it and runs with it to the Akala region, and now he's selling these houses like they're his. I think that's a little sus. <laughs> Hudson is a, uh, I, he's a, a he's a cruel businessman. He's ruthless. <laughs> no way. Yeah, those house he pieces is, are yeah. expensive. Hudson's the man. 
I think I'm not it's, saying I think he's not the man, thing. but he's like he's on his business, you know. I think it was more of a thing where Bolson's a free spirit. He started the development of this, and then he was like, "Hudson, I need more of a business mind to take this over for me." While I go off on my own adventures, and he's more about the the craft of it, you know. I you know Bolson's I, more the artsman. Hudson's okay. the businessman. That's fine. He, he, this is a tough matchup. I wish that both I these love guys Bolson. could go far. Yeah. Yeah. Um, okay, let's move on. Um, Eyeliner icon. Another inanimate object coming up here. Uh, Saria is taking on the Bargainer statue. I think Saria is going to take that. Why is that character even? All right. So I I, I made a list. I wanted to. Saria. Let me take you behind the scenes. I wanted to have the, the, uh, like at least half the field be Tears of the Kingdom characters, even if they weren't like, including people like Riju and, and Yunobo and stuff like that. And I was like, uh. I'm running out of like characters here, like cool characters. I was like, the Burgundy statue. He's kind of cool. He sells you like cool amiibo stuff. I like him. It. It's good stone. I don't know. What yeah, it it's is. a good it stone. Very cool. <laughs> All right. Um, the Happy Mask salesman is taking on Taba. Did anyone fall from grace more than Taba in this? Yeah, new, that was kind like, of a bummer. I I really like Taba from Breath of the Wild. I don't I actually. actually. I think he wasn't that popular in Breath of the Wild, but I actually like him in Tears of the Kingdom. I like that they kind of push him to the side and he's just like the chief now. Yeah. I feel like that was a better spot to appreciate his like seriousness. Yeah. Because like as a as one of your homies who's traveling with you in Breath of the Wild, he's kinda lame. Yeah. I think. True. I'm I'm yeah. glad that they replaced him. Like I think Tulin is, is a huge upgrade over yeah. Taba. Taba yeah. was a, he Definitely. was too similar to um was too similar to Rivali, I think, unfortunately. Both kind of moody, both kind of sassy, serious in their own way. I don't know. It's like a Rivali light. Yeah. Like diet Rivali, unfortunately. Yeah. <laughs> diet Rivali. Okay. This is this could be a really good this might be our closest Rivali's first round matchup zero. here. Riju is taking on Marin from Link's Awakening. So I think I think a year ago, Marin would have won. I don't know. What do you guys think about this one? I am a big personal fan of Marin. I think Marin is fantastic, but I agree. Marin has never performed in this tournament the way that I want her to or the way that I think she should. And I think Riju has only gotten more popular. So I would yep. say I think I'm with you. Win. Yeah. I think Riju had a huge upgrade in this game. Not that she needed one, but she did. Like she became a true leader and she was so strong. And then I just love her like innate hatred for Ganondorf. He, she's like, F this guy, and like was ready to stand by your side. I thought that was so cool. The only issue I had with Riju is she was never where I needed her when I needed yeah. to use her attack. But that's not her fault. That's the game's AI fault. So like, I, th- I think like she was also, for my money, one of the one of the most fun characters in Age of Calamity as well. For for whatever that's worth, it might be worth nothing. But like, mm-hmm. yeah, I, I, I felt think like that her she... dialogue was slightly different enough in that same cutscene too that it was like a little more fresh. And she was my last one. Are you talking? You know the, what I'm talking the sages? about? Yeah, where she's like, oh, the imprisoning uh, yeah. war. You know, yeah. hers was just slightly different enough that I was like, this is all right, cool. I don't know about that, but uh, I, I do agree that I think she's going to take out Marin. Although I, I do love, I love Marin and I'm, it's too bad that she, uh, I think she's about, I think Marin is what she is. And she's just going to be kind of like Vadi, like good for a round or two usually, unless she's got yeah. the wrong opponent in the first round. I think Riju's mm. the wrong yeah. opponent. 
Yeah. Um, okay. Dark Link versus Daruk. I'm gonna take Dark Link. I said Dark Link also. I'm gonna say Dark Link too, which I think is a crime, but for some reason everyone loves to vote Dark Link. And mm-hmm. he's cool. So that's why he's, not, he's, he's cool. again. He's not even a character. But he's cool. I, it's like I have this bugaboo with characters that aren't actually characters. I'm like, <laughs> well, why would you vote for them? But I know people are gonna vote for him. So you know why you don't get it, Corey? It's because you're not cool. People like a cool character. Not as cool as Dark Link. No, no, you're not as cool not as Al and I. Also, not even as cool as Daruk. What a I shame. don't. I don't think Daruk is cool. Actually, I don't know. I thought he was sweet. I thought he was fine. Yeah, but I, that's not I... cool. <laughs> Sweet can be cool. Sweet, fine, not cool. Can it? Can you think of a guy who's really sweet and and really cool? Sidon. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. That, yeah. Okay. <laughs> Good call. <laughs> All right. Let's move on. You cut. We'll, we'll get back to you about that. Uh, Minoru, the Sage of Spirit, is going up against Pen, the seemingly um, replacement for Cass in this game. I think. I think it's Minoru, right? I'm not so sure about this one I'm either way. I, 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 I personally think, I think in my prediction I went pen. I went pen I in my prediction. Really, Minoru is part of the main. St- I don't know because it depends like how much side stuff you did. Really, true. I, I just think like so- Minoru is just like a cool character. She's a sage. She's got the, the construct. Like she's she's, she's cool important too, to the story. I feel like. Depending on how much you played of Tears, you really connect more with Pen than you do with Minoru, in my opinion. Wow, so you guys are taking Pen? So. Yeah, I don't really, I don't know. I don't really think Minoru was. You've got at least, at least I, I fifteen mean, side quests with Pen. The, the side last adventure. thing in the game when you finish the game is, is Minoru's Minoru. goodbye. Zelda yeah, had more and I was like, "All right, fine, like, okay." I, I, I yeah. will admit, it did seem it didn't seem like that placement was earned, but I mean, it is there. Like, it, she's. I'm surprised. I took Minoru. That's true. I think I, I. Yeah. Okay. Well, we could take Pen. Pen it is. Pen it is. All right, let's do it. Urbosa versus Batru, the friendly monster from Skyward Sword. But this friendly <laughs> but monster's time is up. I dare yep. say. For sure. Yeah. For sure. Okay. Um, Phantom Ganon versus Belira. The so for anyone that's not uh, anyone like me out there that's not really great with names, Belira is Riju's bodyguard, like the jacked Gerudo who's awesome, who helps you in that wicked uh, siege. I love Belira. I think it's, it's Buliara. Buliara. Oh, I'm sorry. Bu- Buliara. Buliara isn't. Shouldn't the I, I be before the A-R-A, Isn't it? Riju says her name in the game, and I think that's what it sounded like. Okay, well, if I butchered it, I'm sorry. I I can't remember. (laughs) Either way, I I, unfortunately I don't think she's gonna move on. I think Phantom Ganon is gonna is gonna do it. Yeah, I agree. Okay, Groose versus uh, Groose versus Josha, 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 Josha. Did I spell I spelt uh, Buliara wrong? That makes sense. I I read it Uh, like I spelt it and I spelled it wrong. Yeah, okay. Yeah, that makes sense. Um, okay. I, I mean, I, I think it's going to be gross. Like, I don't think, I don't think anyone was just like, oh yeah, it's even like Josha is super popular. Like I love Josha. I think I'm going to be honest here. I think Groose is taking this whole tournament. I think it's, wow. Wow. Groose was in finals last year, wasn't it? No. Wasn't it Groose and Gearahim? 
I don't have Groove's no, Gone I, Far. No, I think actually. it was. It was the final. I think it was Impa. Or was it Urbosa? It might have been Urbosa. Urbosa made it far. Yeah, Urbosa. It might have been Urbosa. I think I Gruce, predicted Urbosa to win last year. Okay. Groove's performs very well. Um, Consistently. Yeah. Groose, I would choose Groose in this bracket. Okay, I love it. Uh, Epona versus Darunia. What, are you going to... You're salty about this one? Stupid horse. Oh, my God. Go go (laughs) to hell, Corey. Jeez. You're talking about the beloved steed, an elf's best friend, who's been there through thick and thin... What's your beef with this horse? You know, you were there when we were doing the puzzle and the marathon, and I couldn't get the horse's freaking head together. And then, <laughs> and then, just to t- that, that was the start of this avalanche. And then, literally, every fall ball, fall brawl, I'm like, people aren't going to vote for Epona. It's just a horse. She has like a line of dialogue in the whole series. And everyone's like, no, I love that horse. And I'm like, Epona has busted my bracket more times than any character. Well, you know what? <laughs> fool me once, shame on you, but fool me twice, three times, four times? Well, it seems like you can get fooled again. So I, I'm taking I Epona. Did, I took Epona just Who's because I know person? people like Epona. Uh, Darunia. Darunia. I think Epona's Darunia's winning. Popular. Yeah. I think Epona's win. winning, but I don't want her to. I Okay, that's fair. What's I think that's wrong fair. with you? You, She's a horse. Can you zoom in on that, that camera? Can we see a heart inside that body? I don't. <laughs> I don't see one. All right. Uh, here's another great matchup uh, and another kind of inanimate character. Nightmare from Link's Awakening is going up against Tingle. Tingle. Yeah, for sure, Tingle. You, I think Nightmare is going to win. Actually, people what? just hate, people Night- hate Tingle. It, it's true. Uh, like they hate Tingle on this on I think, this site. I think that's like an old school. I think people used to hate Tingle, and now I feel like people. I'm, appreciate I'm telling you, Tingle. I don't think they do. I think they just like every year. I've kind of tried to set Tingle up for a little bit of success, and every year, like for reference, Tingle lost to Samus last year, and I know Samus is a popular character, but she's not popular mm-hmm. on Zelda Dungeon. Like, like that Tingle was one of the only Zelda characters that lost to a non-Zelda character last year. <laughs> I would still take Tingle. I think Tingle's going to be... I don't think Nightmare... Right. I don't, I don't know. think I Tingle's going to make it super far, but I do put Tingle over Nightmare. Oh, he's not going to make it past the next round, that's for sure. Uh, which is Impa it. versus Syrup. <laughs> no I Syrup love, love. <laughs> but I love Syrup, but Impa's for sure Impa. going to win. Um, so, yeah. so for anybody that doesn't know who uh, Syrup is, by the way, she is the witch that uh, is the witch. is making her little concoctions. She shows up in A Link to the Past, A Link Between Worlds, and in, I think she's in Link's Awakening too, right? Because the little one that flies around's name is Maple, right? So it's That's Maple and Syrup. Yeah, Maple I syrup. like Maple better than Syrup. I, I think so fun. too, yeah. Syrup is cool too. Yeah. Um, this, is, this could be a, a good matchup here. Queen Sonia versus Malaya the Horse God. Did I say that name right? Malaya? Malaya? I think there's an N in there. I think it's Melania. Oh, yeah, that's right. Melania. Oh, maybe I spelled it wrong. Whoops. Whoops. It's a pattern. Oops. Um, <laughs> Melania. Sonia would take this one. Yeah, I think so, too. I think so, too. Especially I think she's after gonna... tears. Nobody's really riding horses in tears, so horses aren't really dying that much. Yeah. That's true. But I feel like they like... I think that Melania had more of a presence in tears than... Than in the first game in Breath of the Wild. 
No. I think pretty yeah. early on I got like one of the side quests from Melania and I was like, eh, I don't really I'll okay. do that later. Melania has this weird like horse upgrade feature thing, but you have to like have a bunch of ingredients yeah. for food. Yeah. And stuff. yeah, and I'm just like this didn't feel really worth it to me. Okay. Well, Sonya's going on. Uh here's here's a matchup right out of Tears of the Kingdom. Tulin versus Colgara. I am also expecting big things from Tulin this tournament. Mm-hmm. Um, I feel Colgara's not really a character. Now, if we were doing boss fights, that's a different story, but Tulin's probably taking it. I think this bottom section of the bracket has a lot of characters that aren't characters. And <laughs> one non-Zelda character. I don't think I really like Colgara as a being. I just like the boss fight Colgara. Does that yeah. make sense? That makes sense. All right. Yeah. Let's keep it going here. It's Five cool. versus King Ikana. Fi. Yeah. Fi's not gonna go far. I, I think King Ikana is gonna get blown out of the water. Unfortunately, he's I, cool, I but yeah, I, 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 I don't, don't think he's gonna fun. get blown out. But I, I think it's gonna be like a a competitive like sixty to forty kind of match. I think King Ikana could have had a chance to succeed against a different opponent. Mm-hmm. I think, but not against Fi. Uh, Twin Rova makes their return to this tournament after a couple of years off, taking on Hilda. Hilda. I think, I think, I think it's kind of tough, but I also think Hilda. I think that's going to be close. I seem to remember Twin yeah. Rova didn't do all that great last time they were in the tournament. But I, I don't know why. If it was just because of where they were placed or what. Mm. We'll see. Um, all right. This is this is another great matchup. Good booking. Uh, <laughs> Hudson versus Monk Maz Kashia. <laughs> down, 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 down. <laughs> I have I have Monk Maz Kashia, but again I don't really? have Monk Maz Kashia going very far. I have, I have Hudson. Hudson. Yeah. Okay. Especially, with, Hudson? The, especially with the boost from Tears of the Kingdom, I think I think Hudson is gonna get a, 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 a jump. I, I think it's okay. I actually think this is gonna be, I I wouldn't say it's gonna be a blowout, but I think he's gonna have a comfortable win. Put it that way. I think so too. Okay. Okay, Malin versus Lineback. This is gonna be a blowout. Malin's gonna crush linebacker. So sad. <laughs> I don't even know which one. I actually think people like linebacker, though. You know, not enough. I don't Lineback think, I don't never think does well him. in this yeah. competition. Like he never does well, and sometimes he's up against people where it's like, oh, obvious win, but it, he literally never does well. So. Okay. Yeah. Yeah. Un- unfortunately, um, Hudson would be a fun, playable character in Age of a People. Yeah, that'd be great. All the signs and like, stuff that builds- you. Can- you like yeah, build signs and houses on top of. That people. would be awesome, actually. Um, okay, from Addison, yeah. Drip King Unobo is taking on Kilton. I think Unobo is gonna. He might have the most venom juice in his veins in this whole tournament. So I was like, <laughs> I was doing, I was doing this bracket, and every time I got to Unobo, I was like, no one likes Unobo. But then I forgot we were talking tears of the kingdom drip bask you know and i was yeah like, that he rocks in this game he is so much cooler <laughs> he's, than like anyone he was he's so awesome i wish he stayed yeah. like drip noble the i know whole game. i agree i agree i think i think you know winning this matchup i do too yeah okay king gliok versus addison i think king gliok is gonna win although i'm not confident so. in that. people really um, loved addison do they yeah, I think, like, I got sick of him because I did funny. every single one of his signs, but that doesn't mean that, like, a lot of people were like, oh, Addison, like, they really wanted to help him. 
I didn't. I did he, like six signs. I was like, no, I'm not doing it anymore. I actually <laughs> really like those those like little little puzzles to keep the sign up. And mm-hmm. I think Addison's gonna win because King Gleok is a boss. Oh okay. yeah, that's well, so I guess we're taking Addison. All right, the Lord of the Mountain versus Queen Gibdo. I think the Lord of the Mountain is gonna be surprisingly popular. Not Epona level of popular, but like I, I think, I think Lord of the Mountain is gonna do like pretty decent. I like Lord of the Mountain. Yep. Okay, our last matchup of the first round here. We got Dead Hands, everyone's favorite creepy crawly enemy taking on the sun goddess from okami amaterasu i think it's gonna be dead hands it's gonna be dead hands yeah okay that's the first round done we better uh we better just jump in and uh and get right to the second round here um so let's go all the way back up to the top our second round matchups we've got king raru Versus the moon from Majora's Mask. I think this is going to be an easy one for Raru. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I agree. Raru's pulling away. Uh, and you could say the same about Mifa and Robbie. I think Robbie, yep. Yep. his time is up. Which sets up a great third round matchup. Um, this is a good. This is a good one. I think could go either way. Demise versus Vadi. Ooh, that is a tough one. You know what? Well, I, I, I'm gonna. I take... had this matchup. I don't remember who I who I picked. I'm gonna take Vadi because I think he's just a bit more popular and I think Minish Cap just came out I believe on NSO I don't think it was out this time last year right or it, maybe if it no. was it just came out either way I, I think it came out in like February yeah yeah okay I, I think more people might have played Minish Cap in the last year than Skyward Sword maybe I, yeah. I think I'm going to go Vati as well I think oh, Vati's dang. more iconic Oh, dang. Okay. I mean, I was going to go Demise because of your reasoning for the first time is like he has such a hand on the whole series that you you well, can make that argument. True. That's true. But I think Vati is the main antagonist. Oh, oh also, let's so. let's let's consider this. Ganondorf took on a very Demise look in tears. That is. Yeah, that, that is, is true. Something I was thinking. But it wasn't it wasn't Demise. No, it wasn't Demise, but it was a very Demise look. Yeah, Demise adjacent. That. It definitely was. <laughs> I think even if he was like called like uh, I don't know. This is obviously a horrible title, but like Demise King Ganon. Even if there was like something to tie yeah. it more firmly, I think it would be Demise. But Ganon Ganondorf Hyrule's Demise or something. Yeah, yeah, something, something like that. I think I think Vadi's gonna squeak it out. Just okay. Like just. All right. I agree. Okay, Master Koga versus Zant. This is a banger. This is good booking. Good, good job, Andy. Oh this, man, this is good booking. I'll give you, I'll give you the the W for this one. This is good booking. This is this is an intense. I don't know who to take. I so this is kind of funny. They're both characters that like really just lose out because of Ganondorf. But I I have Master Koga going all the way. So I'm Master Koga on this one. Oh my. Okay. Wow. I was going to say, I think whoever wins this probably beats Vadi next round, too. Yep. I think so, too. I th- I also think it's Master Koga. I, I do, think I do are, too. I, I don't know. But he's like, got that power. I think, like, history would tell us that Zant has obviously been far more popular than Koga. I don't know. I'm, I'm expecting big things from, from our boy Koga after Tears of the Kingdom. All right. Mm-hmm. Uh... Would you care to do the honors for this next one? Pura versus Sidon. 
You can't. Mommy versus daddy. Yeah, you can't make me choose between mommy and daddy. I'm taking I mean, mommy. It's, ob- That's not I'm, nice. it's obviously mommy. Like, I feel like Sidon got knocked down a peg in tears. I think so, and too. And Kira got stepped up. So I agree. People, mommy, people are just like, he's married. Daddy. Mommy's not married. <laughs> yeah, yeah. That's true. Married. Good point. Yeah. Um... This is supposed to be a PG. I actually, I actually think that uh, Pure is going to win comfortably in this matchup. I could be wrong, of course, but that's my thought. Okay, Paya versus Syria. This is a good matchup too, man. Man, this should be Bolson versus Syria. Sorry, I think it's kind of. I think it's kind of. I think this might be a blowout. I think it's going to be Saria. I think so too, but I think I don't think it's going to be a blowout. Who are you choosing? I. Who is it again? Paya versus Saria? Yeah. Yeah. I think Paya would win. Really? Yeah. I feel like Saria performs very well, too. Yeah, she usually does. That Ocarina okay. of Time bias is strong, you know? True. Very true. I have it, so I know. Um. <laughs> yeah. hey. I'm afflicted. I understand. <laughs> All right. Let's move on. Um, Happy Mask Salesman versus Riju. I think this could oh, also be close. Riju's killing it. I don't think so. I think Riju's taking it. I think Happy I Mask think... Salesman is going to take it. I agree. I, people, that's another one where, like, I like Happy Mask Salesman. I don't like Happy Mask Salesman as everyone seems to like him. And that always kind of shocks me. Because I'm always like, wow, people really like Happy Mask Salesman, I guess. Uh, again, he, he's just like a I cool, really creepy love character. Like, how you don't... he just ropes Link yeah. into his yeah. business. And like, like I, I feel <laughs> like loses he, him. this tournament Happy is taught us that you don't have to be like a big three-dimensional character to like be popular. Like you could just well, he's, be kind of cool and be popular. He's great because of the mystery. Yeah, him. probably, yeah. yes. You know? I mean, don't get See, me wrong. that's I an also... open-ended thing that I like. You know. I also like Happy Mass Salesman. Don't get me wrong, just by what I'm saying. But like, I just feel like Riju took a huge boost in tears. So she did. I'll tell you this, Al. If if Riju won, I wouldn't be shocked. I I would be surprised, be but not like shocked. Yeah. No, yeah. actually, I would be shocked because I have Riju going up against Pura later, and I just there's there's too much Pura juice. So, like, <laughs> I don't think she could beat out Pura. <laughs> oh, <dear. laughs> Let's move on. Uh, Dur- <laughs> Dark Link is taking on Pen. <laughs> uh, his Dark Link is gonna kill this guy, right? Mm-hmm. Yeah. yeah, it's a shame. Okay. I love Pen, but it's Dark Link. Um, Urbosa takes on Phantom Ganon. Urbosa's gonna, gonna <laughs> update the page. Says this is a juicy episode. This is a yeah. juicy episode. <laughs> yep, this is. That's what Fall Brawl is all about, baby. There's Bane juice. Who is the lineup? Pura juice. Ganon uh, juice. I'm just I'm taking Urbosa to the next round. Let's just move on. Okay. I, okay. I, this next one I think is a rematch, either from last year or a couple years ago. But Groose is taking on Epona, and um, I think it was close. But I I, I think Groose won. I think Groose won. Last okay. Year. I I'm pulling for I, Groose. I would want Groose to win, but I remembered the popularity of Epona, so I set Epona in my own bracket. But that's okay. mm Hmm. I think I personally think Groose is one of those characters where like even if you put him up against someone who's like iconic or very popular, people are just like, Okay, but he has an amazing arc. He and does. He's yeah. Super charming. Yeah. I'm a sucker for redemption arcs, so yeah. Groose has got one. The Groose is loose in uh, in round two, moving on to round three. Okay. Tingle versus Impa. Oh boy. See, I... this is where Tingle's going down. Yes. I think. Yeah, I agree. Here's the thing. <laughs> 
Sometimes when we have a character that has more than one, like, iteration or whatever, we're, are we just thinking specifically Breath of the Wild and Tears Impa? Or just Impa I think in it's general? up to the, to the voter. I think of Skyward Sword Impa. That's the immediate first thing that comes to my mind. I usually do Skyward Sword or Hyrule Warriors, uh, yeah. the first Hyrule Warriors Impa, because she was pretty BA too. But I think of Oracle of Seasons and Ages Impa. <laughs> oh, <laughs> you would. Yeah. <laughs> Too bad she's not going up against Pura. (laughs) Okay. Sonya is taking on Tulin in the next round, and I think uh, Tulin's going to smack her down. Yeah, Tulin won't take it. Corey, what's your opinion on Sonya? Let's take a a short detour here, but I was kind of disappointed with Sonya. I thought she was really underdeveloped, and I I had big hopes for her. I think it's just a matter of, like, I wish we saw more of her. I don't think what we got was bad, but I love, love, love... I think this is like a super sweet, like, like a, like subtle plot mm-hmm. story thing. Is that she's fulfilling the mother role that Zelda I thought never the had. exact same thing. Yeah, even to the point of where like they start talking about Link. She's doing the motherly thing of like, who's this Link? Mm-hmm. Yeah, you know. Yeah, it, it, I, yeah. I like her. As but... soon as you kind of see Sonya in the game, and I was like, oh yeah, Zelda's mother died, and this like figure kind of like could, yeah, like fill that role a little bit. I thought the same thing, so I did like yeah. that. Not only I as a like mother more. figure, but also as like a mentor for using some of her powers. But yeah. also, what, like when Sonya was killed, like that was a very traumatic moment for Zelda too. You could tell how scared she yeah. was in that scene, and that was like rehashing the whole thing for her. I I, I think I can, like I, buy that. I liked her. I just yeah, I wish that there was more. And you know what? I, I've told Al this before, but like there was something about Sonya. I was just like. It was either her or Minoru, but I was like, one of these, one of these guys is not on the up and up. And I was waiting for Sonya to like turn on Zelda, and like she was, oh, wow. she was like Phantom Zelda, and it, and it never happened, but uh, it could have, and that would have been cool. Um, all right, Five versus Hilda. I think this is gonna be an easy one. I like Hilda, but it, she's kind of like Vadi. She's usually good for a round. I don't think she's ever made it to the third round. Oh, I thought Hilda was actually really popular. I have her going very far. Oh boy! No. I, this is why you've Hilda's never won under- Fall Brawl, and I have. Okay. I think I think I never like said it was good at this. <laughs> I, I agree with Andy. I think I Hilda's good for a round or two, and then okay. like it's I was just say, heavier hitters. People don't like Fi. People are like oh Fi, and I'm like I think Fi pretty well. I think in this tournament historically. Okay, yeah. I could be convinced otherwise. I'll put Fi up there. I wish people could have seen the face I made to Al when I was saying that, and also people could have seen her roll her eyes. Okay, Hudson versus Malin. I th- I think Malin is uh, is gonna win easily here. Yeah. Okay. You don't think so? I I think it might be. I don't know. I think Hudson is getting a boost from this game. I just I don't. I could I believe that too. Malin would win. I just think it's gonna be tighter than you guys think. I I think it'll be a comfortable win. Like I'm I'm thinking like uh, it's, it's not gonna be a blowout, but I like maybe sixty forty. In and around that that range, yeah, um, I can, we'll see. I can buy that. Okay, Drip Nobo versus Addison. I think Nobo's gonna kill him. Ah, uh, for sure. Yeah, I, I had Addison, but that's okay. Uh, <laughs> it must have been on a different part of the internet where like people freaking love Addison. So. Yeah, Allison's reading like the Addison going there. subreddit. <laughs> it's like everyone loves him on here. Yeah. <laughs> Stories people write are just so. <laughs> <laughs> okay, last matchup of the second round. The Lord of the Mountain versus Dead Hands. This is another great matchup. Light versus Dark. Eh, Lord of the Mountain for me. Probably Lord of the Mountain. 
I, I think I took Dead Hands, actually. I think because of the Halloween factor. I think this could go either way, though. So That's Lord true. of the Mountain sounds sounds all right. Okay, into round three now. And we've got some some banging matchups here. Uh, with Starting off with this one, I think this is going to be a good matchup. Raru versus Mifa. So Raru. Like, I, so I mm. think Raru, but like I, I was kind of making my breath. And I had Raru going far. And I was like, am I overestimating, like, how much people actually liked Raru? Like, because he's not in the game, like, that much. But I just thought he was really cool. He's really cool. He's got good voice acting. Yeah. I, he just, like, plus, like, the the shock factor of having a Raru back in the series. Like, I feel like that was big for me. Okay. I kind of, I kind of think he's in the game a decent amount, actually. Yeah. Compared to, because he's in, like most of the cuts the Mm -hmm. memories he's also floating around the great sky island in several parts he's like in most of those beginning cutscenes, and then he's in the end cutscenes and stuff i gotta tell you probably one of my favorite cutscenes, like aside from the obvious is him in raru and ganondorf when he seals him and they're just having this like one-on-one conversation it's so good and i was like getting goosebumps because they're talking about link and i was like oh god this is such a good scene yeah, that was one of the coolest ones. Raru, I yeah, think he was sweet. You had asked me, I don't know, like Mifa's a strong character for sure, but I think Raru's going to pull away with it. I like. Did you guys get the feeling that Mifa also kind of fell with tears because she's like, all she's got is just that statue now and that yeah, and a Mifa's little, court. yeah, a little, and that's about it. <laughs> yeah, so much that you know. What's so funny is that like Sidon is going to become king, and basically one of the most first thing he does, he's like, "So that great statue of statue of my sister, let's like move that on a mountain so we can make a statue of my best friend riding me." Right. <laughs> <laughs> oh man. Yep. yep. Hey, when you're king, you can do whatever you want. <laughs> All right, Vadi is taking on Master Koga. I think Master Koga is gonna yeah, gonna take I think it. It's Koga. I, I got Master Koga. Koga. I think we committed to Koga over Zant, and I think Zant would beat Vadi. So I think we have to commit to Koga yeah. over Vadi. Yeah. All right. She's back. Mommy's in action. Pura versus Saria. I think it's gonna be Pura. Pura. This is okay. Be. Wow. All right. I if, don't, I, this is gonna be gonna a nail biter. I honestly think in my prediction I might have said Saria, but I. I honestly have no clue. This could go either way. So I'll take whatever you guys want. I think it's going to be close. My So this is my thing. I was like, when in doubt, I, I think I'm going to side with Tears of the Kingdom this year. I think. I Here's my thing. If if I had this my way, this bracket would end with Master Koga and Pyrrha against each other. At the end. Good, good match. Yeah. Pretty I like cool, that match. Cool matchup. Okay. So Pyrrha's on. Um, the Happy Mask Salesman is taking on Dark Link. Al, what you think? Um, neither of those are in my end here, so I'm going to say Happy Mask Salesman. I'm going to take Happy Mask Salesman as well. I'm going to make it three for three. Take Happy Mask Salesman. Yep. Okay, Urbosa versus Groose. This I this is a rematch actually from um yeah. from years yeah. past. And Urbosa think... won. And I think she's gonna win again. Yeah. Okay. I'm I'm personally Bruce, taking Groose, but like Yeah, personally Groose. If someone's gonna take Groose down, it's probably gonna be Urbosa. Mm-hmm. 
uh, this the next round isn't going to be a, a walk in the park either because you've got Impa taking on Tulin, and I I think Impa's going to win, and I think Impa's a contender to win the whole thing. Oh, I said Tulin because I feel like the reception for Tulin was extremely positive. I'm taking Impa. Okay. All right. I think I think I do think Tulin's pretty popular, but I don't think he's as universally beloved. Okay. As, especially because Impa, like, if you don't like one of the versions, you can just be like, okay, but this yeah. other one, though, is awesome, true. so I'm taking this one. It's Very almost true. like a cheat code. Yeah, it's kind of, Impa's kind of <laughs> If you don't okay. like old Impa, you can think of yeah. other Impa from Oracle of Seasons. <laughs> All right. I'd be good Impa. Phi uh, versus Malin, I think it's, I think it's going to be Phi. Yeah. Yeah. Malin's great, but I think she... This is about as far as, as she can go. Corey, do you concur? Yes, okay. I do. Um, Drip King Unobo taking on the Lord of the Mountain. The Lord of Drip versus Lord of the Mountain. I think it's Unobo, guys. I think he's yeah, doing it's Lord, it. It's Lord of Drip. I would personally say Lord of the Mountain, but it's definitely going to be Unobo. Okay, yeah. so we have eight contestants left. We're down to our Elite Eight. Uh, so let's, let's keep it going here. Wow. Raru takes on Master Koga. I think this is where Raru loses. <laughs> I don't think it is. I, I think it's going to be Raru. Same. I this is disgusting. I can't believe wow. we're agreeing like this. this is, I know. Kind of gross. Makes, makes me, me feel, feel sick bad. to my stomach. All right. This is this is kind of where our, like, this is kind of where the, the Zelda cast bracket, my bracket, were donezo. I've got Master Koga winning this whole thing. So Can I be real with you? I, I took what? Raru all the way. Dang, I, I think that is overestimating him a little bit. I was worried about that. I was like, I don't know. But sometimes you got to be bold if you're going to win, you know? Yeah. I think Raru's good for another round or two. But I don't think Raru's winning the whole thing. Okay. Pura versus Happy Mask Salesman. <laughs> I I don't know, to be honest. Pura, this is close. Probably. Happy Mask Salesman, I, I believe, made it to the Final Four last year. He's very popular. I don't know. He's weird. It, it, it always never makes But sense you have to, to remember me. the recency for Pura. I feel like yeah. that's going to be a big yeah. factor. Yeah, it is. I'll go, I'll go Pura. Well, I guess so will I, since you guys made the decision. I'm glad you guys made the decision, because that's a, that's, a <laughs> that's a tough stake right there. Um, okay. Urbosa versus Impa. This is a clash oh, of titans. Boy, that is. It's like the big badass Shika versus the big badass Gerudo. So this is oh, the question. Is I, I feel like this is the question. Is we've we've kind of assumed that most of the Breath of the Wild champions have taken a dip in popularity, but over the last couple of years, it, it became clear that Urbosa was the most popular champion. Mm-hmm. So did they dip enough where Urbosa is? not going to beat Impa because I think I would have taken if it was his last year I would have taken Urbosa I think pretty pretty easily pretty sure I had Urbosa winning last year that was my guess I did too I I, I uh, think I'm gonna I think I'm gonna stick with it and take Urbosa but I don't feel good about it I think I took Urbosa as well okay I'll defer to your your guys's judgment I don't know I have no clue if you if you made an argument for Impa like I I, I could be swayed like I, I think it's I mean I think it's it's weird because I think the thing that I just said last round, funny enough, I also 
think is kind of a double-edged sword because like she has so many iterations that you can pick and choose which one you want but because of that it's also like a little bit of a lack of identity type thing yeah mm. you know what i mean yeah, yeah. whereas Urbosa is Urbosa is Urbosa, and she's very popular. Yeah, you know? yeah, true. I I mean I think whoever wins this matchup too gets like a, a pass to the finals. Like, uh, oh, right, let's, yeah. let's go to the next match here. So this is five versus Unobo, and I and I and I think like one of these is going to be a final four, but I I don't know if either of these characters is like a legit like final four most popular character. You know, I think both of these guys would lose to both Urbosa and Impa. Mm-hmm. I agree. I'm gonna, I'm gonna take Phi. I'm think. gonna take Phi too. I would, yeah. This is, same. This is as far as Drip Nobo goes. <laughs> okay. If he stayed that way the whole game, he'd win the tournament. Maybe. Yeah, yeah. Back to back to back to back every <laughs> he's, year. He's, he's so cool. <laughs> he's cool. Uh, okay, the final four of our tournament, guys. Wow, we got Raru versus Mommy. Raru versus Pura. Oh, I think God. Raru's gonna beat her. I think this is where Pura runs out. I don't think so. Because <laughs> like I said, if this went my way, I would have Master Koga or Pura like, at the end winning this thing. So I would say Pura. If I can't have Master Koga, I'm going with Pura. Oh, jeez. I, I think I got to go with Raru. I don't know. Yes. I think I got to go with Raru. I'm sorry. Pura's amazing. <laughs> She's like, I'm signing off. Goodbye. Pura's, I, it's my bracket's out though, because she does have more of a role in like some of the main plot stuff in this game, but not compared to Raru. Let me ask you a question now: Have you hmm. ever dropped a go to hell Corey on the show? It's very satisfying, and if there was ever a time, <laughs> I don't feel that in this moment. Like <laughs> I did oh. feel it at the beginning of this episode. <laughs> okay. <laughs> maybe maybe we could get back to that feeling eventually. I, I uh, dodged it. Okay, Urbosa versus Phi. I think I think Urbosa is going to beat Phi. Mm-hmm. Pretty handedly. I agree. Which takes us to our tournament final, which is Raru versus Urbosa. And I think this will be close, actually. I think this will be really close. But I think it's going to be Raru. If it's for this bracket, I would say Raru. Okay, well, I think I actually might have picked Urbosa for this one, but... So I, I had this final matchup in my personal bracket as well, and yeah. I wrestled You're taking Raru? In my personal bracket, I had Master Koga versus Urbosa, and I said Master Koga. Which is such an interesting uh, matchup if you actually think about it. That's a great matchup, Raru. yeah. I think I I have this similar matchup, but swap out Urbosa for Groose because I have Groose beating Urbosa mm. in that matchup. Mm. Gotcha. I th- I think Raru would beat Groose. I I think I I would feel good about that pick. I actually think. I don't know. I disagree. I think Groose would have a better Ooh. time against Raru. I but I also think Urbosa would beat Raru. So. I don't, this is, is this is going to be tough. This might be the closest Hard. finals that we've had the since only, the second year. The only reason I think Rauru would come out on top is because of Tears. Like, Tears just came out. Urbosa's barely yeah. even mentioned in Tears. And I know how popular Urbosa is. And a year ago, yes, that's what I I was on the Urbosa train. I just think it's just too recent. And so Rauru's going to come out on top. You sold me. The only yeah. thing that makes me hesitant 
about that is that we have gone through this entire bracket with the assumption that everyone loves Raru. What if just the three of us love Raru? Yeah, what if everybody's That's like, my right? fear, yeah. Raru. And it is taking a gamble because Urbosa has performed incredibly yes. well in this tournament. Yeah. So. It's, it's risky business. Like it's, uh, if, the, if most of the tears characters are a bust or like, there's not like that tears boost, like we're toast. Like, <laughs> it's going to be, it's going to be an ugly, it's going to be like that year. I took the, uh, well, breath of the wild trailer theme to win musical March madness. And it got killed in the first round. <laughs> that was a tough I think, look. I think tears of the kingdom boost or not. We know Pura is going to perform incredibly well. Yes, I agree. Oh, yeah. yeah. She's going to be good. <laughs> KR. So I think we're taking Raru. We're taking Raru. Okay. There it is. I'm I'm submitting. I'm saving. And our prediction has been submitted. So uh, there we go. We, we did it. If I don't think there's any chance Raru loses in the first round, update the page. But there uh, there could be some very serious. He, he could lose in the third round. I yep. could see that to Truth. Mifa. Or he could lose yeah. certainly to yeah. Urbosa or to any of the I other people. I could see that him fought. losing to Mifa, to be honest. Like, yeah. I don't know. I barely ever think about Mifa anymore. <laughs> I'll tell you, if, if Raru's going to lose, I want him to lose to Uncle Rupee, because that'd be awesome. <laughs> <laughs> oh, my God. That'd be the upset of the century. Oh, boy. Okay, well, if you had fun listening to this and you want to go and fill out your own prediction, I actually I hope that you guys filled out your prediction while you were listening to the episode. I should have uh, mentioned that at the beginning. Uh, whoops. But um, go fill out a bracket. You can win some prizes. And, and once again, pick who you think is going to win, not who you want to win. This is just a popularity contest. It's not who would win in a fight. It's not who has the... It's not. It's just a popularity contest. So, uh, so go and take who you think would win, and you can predict the whole tournament just like we did. This is a lot of fun, guys. It's a good show. Yeah, I always love these shows. They're first yeah. of all, they're just nice and one? easy, <laughs> but yeah. also it's just like it's such a fun time to see like who we, I guess, think was going to win in the end. So I always uh, have fun with these. I agree. I also prefer Zelda cast episodes where I'm on it. Uh, that's funny because I usually don't like the episodes where you're on it, but this one is okay. <laughs> this one is all right. This one is all right. Yeah, I, th- I think uh, I think you know we we didn't quite hit our threshold. I was really hoping for an for an Al GTH today, but we didn't quite get there. Didn't get there. Maybe I it should I should have done it a few weeks ago when Corey and I were like really at it in the Discord. I should have yeah, done it then. Really, that, that was great. probably the moment where I wanted. Time. I would have I would have <laughs> done that and made that like my Twitter banner. <laughs> Just like, <laughs> Good stuff. Good stuff. All right. It's all in good fun, Corey. I do love either oh, agreeing with you or debating, so it's fun. I like pushing both <sighs> of your buttons. Yeah, sometimes. <laughs> um, all right. We are going to get out of here. Corey, thank you for joining us this week and uh, uh, being the third man in our in our prediction episode here. Tell everybody where they can uh, check you out and, of course, your other Tier Force compatriots. Yeah, you can. I mean, you can find me on. I don't know. I, any social media. My name's Corey Richmond. But like, more importantly, if you're listening to this, you like this, go check out the Zelda Dungeon YouTube channel because we have a series called Tier Four Heroes where me and Gu and Nico rank things in tier lists, and we have a mailbag. And we more recently have done a series called Talking Tears, where myself, Gu, Nico, and McKenna just talk about Tears of the Kingdom stuff. So yeah. go check that out and subscribe. It's kind of like if this was like the uh, the the drive home radio show. They have like the AM radio show. It's it's very good compliment. So yeah, uh, if, if you like what we do here, I'm sure you'll like what they're doing over there as well. So go check that out. Um, 
And yeah, that's uh, yeah, it's gonna do it for us. We're gonna we're gonna get out out of here. We're gonna be talking about what we want to see from the next 3D Zelda game next week. And and by the way, so we got a thing going on. So the show after that, we are uh, we're gonna be reading your you Zelda fans, your spicy Zelda takes. Although we're we're gonna we've asked you to submit your spicy Zelda takes, and then Al and I are gonna rank it if we think it's actually spicy or not. So if you're submitting something that's just like Ocarina of Time is a fantastic game, well, that's a that's an ice cold take. Um, even though you're right. Even though you're right. It's not a spicy take. So we've uh, we've asked people to DM them to our Twitter account. We're not going to read them until we uh, until we actually do the show. So uh, that's going to be fun. So you can you can get in on that. You can also, if you're on Discord, um, DM Jules, and she's compiling a list of, uh, of all of these spicy takes. Uh, someone asked us what defines a spicy take. I don't know. We're going to find out. We're gonna find out. So that's gonna be right. a lot of fun. I think it's my late princess is ugly is a spicy take. No, that's a that's a nice cold take. Everybody knows that. Oh I God. submitted a few, so maybe that's the week we can get uh, go to hell, Corey from Allison. I hope I hope so. I'm gonna cheer when that happens, not if that happens. When that happens. <laughs> um, so yeah, that was a great owl idea. I'm looking forward to that. Um, okay, we're out of here. Uh, you can check us out over on Twitter. Uh, we are at the ZeldaCast, at Spateri316, at Allison Aletha, at Corey Richmond. And I believe that we're all on Blue Sky as well and, and have the same handles there, so you can check us out there. Uh, of course, wherever you get your podcasts, go and check it out. Like, subscribe, recommend, review, rate, share. Uh, word of mouth is, is fantastic, and we really appreciate everyone that uh, tells that Zelda fan in their life about this show. So thank you so much to keep that up. We're on Patreon. We just dropped a, a great episode of the ZeldaCast Top 10s where we talked about scary moments and dungeon music. So no guesses for what my favorite dungeon music uh, in the series was. But uh, but yeah, it was, it was a lot of fun. And we and we had, a, we had a really good show, actually. And if you're a patron, you can come on the show and, and podcast with me. It's, uh, it's a good time. So uh, patreon.com forward slash spnet all right that is going to do it for us until next week everybody take care